All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Episode 9, John. Here we go. Episode 9, man. You ready for episode 9? I am. All right. So, we are recording this one a day late. Yep. You're going to be hearing this starting on Tuesday, as opposed to our Monday. But it's the 1st of March, man. But it's the 1st of March. And uh, the reason being is we had a big, big weekend. So We did. Welcome to Diary of an Indie Band. We are, as always, your hosts, and uh, we are the writers of this uh, virtual internet podcast diary and we are loops i'm kevin roy you are i'm john just no every single name. time man. every time every I'm time it's john. it's it's gonna be an ongoing joke it's forever. a real thing forever you have forever. to listen to episode nine you'll be like yeah to get it to understand. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah kevin roy and just john just john um we'll make that as a t-shirt just john <laughs> um so welcome to the pod um this is going to be a bit of a recap this week on how the album release party went as uh most of you know our loyal listeners we had our debut album drop on friday mm-hmm. how'd you feel about it john i was stoked to finally have it like out there so we've had the masters back for the last few months and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get it done properly and we wanted to have like a proper party for it we were originally going to be doing it up at sun peaks in january in january and, again, yeah. and then covid covid yeah. <laughs> didn't just happen but i mean restrictions came into place and all this kind of other stuff that goes along with it so yeah we wanted to make sure that we could celebrate it with people so i was super stoked that we had tons of people there we wanted to have there yeah we really did and um also as well just as important i mean we had important people to us Mm -hmm. my family flew out from ontario my sister which is one of the reasons why we're doing it a day late as well that's a hundred percent yeah yeah exactly probably the main reason Yeah. yeah so my sister and my nephew dylan they were both out here and my mom came out as well. So, and she's still here, but my sister and nephew left um, this morning. So. Yeah. So you've been up since what three? Yeah, it was it was pretty early. Man. I got up <laughs> yeah. around three ish, and uh, and drove them to the airport. Yeah. My sister wanted to get there super early uh, to make sure she wasn't late. I'm like, this is yeah. Kamloops. Your flight's at six o'clock. <laughs> you don't have to two be terminals. There. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. don't have to be there that early. But she was uh, diligent and careful, and uh, yeah. So, long story short. Um, they were here yesterday and we were both pretty spent after a really energetic, uh, kind of important weekend. Mm-hmm. So we just, uh, took an extra day to ourselves and here we are hitting the podcast hard and getting March started out with a bang. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that being said, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, kind of tying into the week in review here, this past week has been absolutely bonkers, man. Like it's been absolutely one thing after another, mm-hmm. trying to get stuff done. Things went pretty well. I would say for the album release party, not every single thing that we wanted to have done ended up coming together. Like the lighting wasn't exactly like how, how we no. originally like planned it out and Agreed. like whatever else, but you know, just like small things like that, that we had in the back of our mind when we wanted to do this yeah, just didn't quite pan out exactly how it is, but you know what? That's fine. Cause that's kind of like our album too. It's like, you know, we are super proud of the work that we did on it and all this kind of stuff, but as a musician, you can always look back and say, oh, man, I wish that I could have fixed that one thing or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. There's always room for improvement. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, the important thing was that we got to have a moment where we got to celebrate the album. Mm-hmm. We played all 11 songs in order, like we always said was going to be our goal. I, I can't stress enough how much we truly picked the perfect, perfect person to host it for us. Um, Jeremy was just just the ultimate gentleman like he always is but 
the things he was saying and he was very genuine in, in his delivery and you can tell he was really honored that we picked him and asked him to be a part of the evening yeah he put on a show all my family loved him they adored him yeah they were so excited to get Absolutely. him to sign their cds and stuff and yeah and he's just a good dude like he was so happy to be a part of that and 100 the more we're the best way to phrase it like it's not we don't get we pride ourselves in never kind of having conflict with anybody, but the more you kind of entrench yourself in the business and you really make it like your entire life, the more that you're going to come across people that just, even if they were, you know, awesome at the beginning, they're going to rub you the wrong way. Or you just, you find that your goals aren't aligned with theirs mm-hmm. and it's okay. That's okay. Everybody doesn't have to all be on the same you know, bandwagon. They don't all have to be on the same goals aligned, right? We've always said we're going to carry ourselves with class. We're not all about, you know, petty little rivalries or, or mm-hmm. having issues or conflicts with people. That being said, it is refreshing when you find someone like Jeremy who's just genuine. And he doesn't say he's genuine. He doesn't say he's got your best interests at heart. He doesn't course, act like yeah. he's your friend and wants to give you good advice and look out for you. But really, you know, he's got other ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. He straight up is just a genuine genuine good guy 100 like he really is absolutely and honestly i mean this from the bottom of my heart i would take one jeremy having a relationship we've been building with him as our friend and our ally and someone that wants to play it you know our opening you know our album release mm-hmm. over a hundred of other people that are just oh, yeah. kind of fair weather friends in yep. this industry yep. does that make sense oh yeah absolutely so i'm proud we found that relationship yeah and i and i can't agree more like that is definitely one of the biggest things that like we've learned along the way and moving forward is something that we always keep in our arsenal. We got to always remember that we've got those great relationships yeah. like Jeremy, like Doug, exactly like Doug, right? Like Pete down on the Island. Like we, oh, yeah. like, you know, you're just building your team just like one piece by one piece. Right. And even if he's not necessarily like Jeremy, if Jeremy's not necessarily like a piece that we're always with or something like that, it's something nice to have in your back pocket. If you yeah, need it, your allies, right? And Absolutely. People are going to have different levels. They're going to be different variations of a circle and a bubble around you. Mm-hmm. Right? And if Doug is in our inner circle bubble, someone that we trust so much will take any advice. Yeah. Um, the one person truly that if he told us he sees a red flag in something that we would actually take that as gospel and we would do whatever he says. He's that guy, right? He's the guy that we listen to. We follow his judgment. We follow his advice and we do what he says to do. And mm-hmm. you don't have very many of those people. You don't need very many of those people. But not everyone has to be in that inner circle. They can yeah. be a Pete or a Jeremy who we're proud to be friends with. We'll play any show. If, if Jeremy asks mm-hmm. us tomorrow, hey guys, could you do this show for me? Yeah. Honestly, he could be like, I can't pay anything. It's it's a benefit concert, whatever, da, 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 da. Right. We'd be like, sure, man. Like, if you need our help, like, we're yeah. there for you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And we wouldn't, we can't do that for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's certain people we would. And, and in yeah. a heartbeat, I know Jeremy's one of those people. Pete's one of those people. Um, we have a bunch of others, but like, it's nice to have people at that level. And and Jeremy, just I wanted to just say it's important for me to kind of acknowledge that, like, how lucky I think we are to have found someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah. So, Jeremy, if you're listening, we appreciate every single yeah, thing man. that he did for Absolutely. us over the last few weeks, helped promote the show and all this kind of other stuff as well. Ties into Saturday. Saturday, we had arguably just as good of a night as our album release party because it was our first time playing a ticketed event. Well, we played once on the island. But it was our first ticketed event that we had played in Kelowna. Yes. And it was packed. As you probably saw on our Instagram. If you, I, I hope that you guys follow us on Instagram. If you don't, official underscore loops. Absolutely. But it was absolutely packed. And we are stoked to go back there. Um, 
it was it was a great 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 night i don't know what else Where to say about it? that it was out at lake cider brewing there it was yeah yeah in Kelowna. it was incredible like it was. They, i got a video at the start as we were just finishing setting up and you were doing sound check and it was the show hadn't even started yet and it was lineup outside it was like yeah eight nine people deep mm-hmm. there was people getting turned away inside literally like a table had to leave because yeah. there was rezos and yes yeah. once, once the show was starting those the tables were reserved yeah and some people left during the show and more people came and there was a few different points at least two that i can think of off the top of my head in the two and a half hour show mm-hmm. that were lined up out there were people lined up outside still during the show just yeah. kind of waiting for a table to be yeah, free exactly and it was very clearly advertised like oh man i'll give i can't speak highly enough about them especially because it was our first time playing there but lake cider brewery they were man they were awesome like they they had hyped us up and promoted us all week oh yeah um, i even felt Honestly, John, I felt a little, a little guilty because I like to give a hundred percent to anybody. Like yeah. I, I always feel like, Hey, if you're mm-hmm. going to take someone's money, you give them an honest effort. Right. Yep. And I feel like we always give an honest effort with everything, but we were so focused on, and I think they totally probably even, you know, yeah, exactly. they, they would it's totally like, get they, it because yeah. they knew <laughs> yeah, Friday exactly, was our album yeah. release. So we put every ounce of effort into the album release party um, and promoting it accordingly we didn't put as much promotion as we normally would do even mm. for, so we didn't even promote. That was just them promoting saying, Hey, loops yeah. is coming there. I mean, awesome we, we had a couple like stories and stuff like that throughout the week, right? Just helping yeah. get the word out there. If there's anybody out in Kelowna, but they definitely did out. the heavy lifting. Yeah. And I respect sure. it and appreciate yeah. it. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty validating knowing that, Hey, two years ago when we started this, you know, I mean, over two years ago now, clearly, but let's just even back up two years when we were playing shows People didn't know what Loops was, let alone who we were, oh, yeah. what we were about, anything. Yep. Well, we're no different now in Kelowna than we are two years ago in Kamloops. The difference is the people that don't know who Loops are, now they can go and check our website. Now mm-hmm. they can go and check Spotify and see our entire album. And that was pretty cool having those things that we've worked really hard to build and validate ourselves in the background. Mm-hmm. So you can have a bunch of people eagerly anticipating this band they've never heard about yeah. But now they were like, well, I checked out their video, like their, their stuff. I checked out their yeah. content, their social media. I checked out their songs. Like these guys are wicked. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Um, we moved some merch, gave away some CDs. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crowd, I don't, I don't know if we've had a crowd that was hotter. <laughs> yeah. Like it they was, were it was fired a cool, up. cool night. I mean, like, I, I don't know how much we've actually discussed on the podcast because sometimes these conversations just end up all melding together in what we say off the, off, off the air. And Absolutely. we don't, right? It's hard to remember if it was a podcast conversation from six weeks ago or if it was us just talking in the kitchen like we always do. Exactly. But it was like not like necessarily like a high energy night or like one of the hardest working gigs that we've had to play because I think that we've talked about like some of those before in the past. Oh, yeah. But this one was just like a nice, like almost like what you said maybe a few weeks ago where it's like the reward was just as good. Oh, right? Yeah. What do you put into it? It, it, it to me it felt effortless and i was actually worried because i was really tired after the show on friday family was in town um gave it all out there on the stage emotionally in that show on friday mm-hmm. if not energy like there was a mm-hmm. lot of mental um exertion and i was worried that maybe i wouldn't have 100 percent for me i even told you i was like hopefully you can help do some of the heavy lifting right. on this show but when the crowd's like that man and then I don't i'm know. like nope <laughs> yeah nope, yeah exactly you got this but um yeah, they were just that crowd when you get them in early. And that's why I always say, you know, you've said so many times, like I'm the heart of the band, like you're the brain of the band. And mm-hmm. 
the brain did the lifting because like you just you knew like when you felt the crowd you're like this is the order we're going to kind of play the songs yeah. tonight and euros you're so good with that like you're so malleable and you play you change things up on the fly and right that well, was a perfect example of how well that works yeah and i think that a good portion of that too is like just bouncing off of each other though like just you know i i appreciate that of course but i mean there were times when you're like man maybe we should be playing an original right now which we also had people at the end of the night come up and say your originals were my favorite part of the night yeah it's like cool because i know that a lot of people really like the other stuff too but i think to to your point like um and i kind of feel where you're going like yeah they they, they love the covers but the covers were the right so here's the thing that that place they draw a decent crowd consistent. There was a lot of people that knew of Loops. They're like, oh yeah, we heard Loops is coming tonight. Oh, you're Loops. Yeah, we heard about you guys. Yeah. Like they would say that as we're setting up. Yep. So they were they were anticipating Loops, but they also, a lot, there was a lot of chatter at the start of that show. Like a lot. Like mm-hmm. everybody was having oh, conversations. Yeah. And you know what I'm like, like I'll get oh, a yeah, in my eye and I'm like, like, I will win over this yeah, exactly. freaking room. Man. Like I'm, <laughs> I stubbornly, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, that you guys just woke me up. Yeah, like exactly. Like if I was in a funk or if I was tired yeah. from yesterday and yeah. I was going to, if I, I never would, you woke but up if I was going to quote unquote, like phone in a show, yeah, like, yeah, that would be the closest to it. It's just, I'm just going to give you my best I can right now, but that's right. Like, but I was, I was like, oh no. Like, no, it's just like throw the challenge out there yeah. and then you're going to run with And that it. to me was like, yeah, we're going to, I want everybody in this room paying attention to us, not their little conversations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like, that's just how I felt in the moment. And yeah. I love that. I think it's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah. Win the room. Yeah. And, and you had it right though. Right. I mean there's a time and place for originals. We need to get them excited about us hanging on every word. Then you bust out the originals mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, they're so caught up in what you're doing. And they're like, holy shit, that's an original. And like, then, yeah, exactly. Because, right. And to, to that point as well, at the end, I was like, you know what, let's hit them with back to back originals at the end. And you trusted me mm-hmm. no different than I trusted you. Cause early I did want to hit some originals. So like we got a big crowd. Let's, let's just promote ourselves and get our music out there. Yeah. And you're like, we will. But we gotta let's let's get them. For, we gotta hook them first. Let's yeah, hook exactly, them before we reel right? them in. Let's yeah, hook exactly. them before we reel them yeah. in. Right. Gotta throw the throw the line into the And we fed off the crowd. We read it though. We're like, hey, okay, this crowd isn't much of a country crowd right now. So we're not we're, we we condensed a little mini yep. country set and we're like, but they want that nineties stuff. So let's hit them with some heavier exactly nineties stuff, right? Like yeah. we read the crowd perfect, you especially. Um, and then, but once we had them at the end, it was like, you know, we got them in the palm of our hands. Let's hit them with a couple originals. And mm-hmm. like we did multiple throughout the show, but let's, let's finish. We finished with back-to-back originals. Yeah. And yeah, they were, by that point, it was, it was, it was so perfect. It was played really well. I'm really proud of both of us and how that went out. Yeah. I mean, just the weekend was exhausting. It was like an exhausting, hardworking weekend. I mean, both nights obviously ended up into being super late nights and like whatever else. But I think that it really paid off and we're super stoked to have the album out there. Oh yeah. It's been such a long time coming that we're just like, finally. Yeah. Right. Oh, and shout out by the way, before we finish this thought though, um, on, on the note of Lake Cider Brewery, we've dealt with a lot of different locations and venues. It was, it was, make sure, correct me if I get the names yep. wrong. It was Gail and Kieran. Yep. Okay. They were fantastic. The owners they were there. Awesome. Like, honestly, like on a short list of all the, dozens and dozens of, of venues we've played now mm-hmm. they were they were on a short list of like my absolute favorites they yeah. were so genuine they were yeah pumped up they loved our stuff absolutely but and it wasn't just because they liked us that we liked them but they yeah. that helps <laughs> yeah well, of course but they were working with us like yeah. to get everything like sorted out like um you know like they they were very accommodating to us but, and but like everything just that we were asking. Yeah, you're right. 100% actually. That's a really good mm-hmm. point. And not just accommodating like, okay, what do you guys want to say? They were just like, okay, 
we have a packed place. We want this place to be packed for the sake of you guys. Yeah, exactly. The it more, benefits everybody. The more, exactly, right? right? You want to take out a table and now six people can't sit there exactly. because that's where your merch is. But they knew, like we had, we, they knew we wanted to be able to exactly. move merch. Yep. Um, that's part of our income and we have awesome merch. We want to move it. Mm-hmm. They knew we wanted to have our full setup. So we kind of, we worked together, which was really cool. Because a lot of times it's either, yeah, sure, do whatever you're going to do. We or don't care. This We're paying you way to, that or this is. is the way it is. Too bad. Work around our structure, yeah. right? Yeah. To find a kind of, and I was stoked. I was like, hey, we'll happily come back. Like, when can we get back here again? Like this is, yeah. this was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's a relationship we'll definitely foster more. I, re- I really liked those two. They were yeah. pretty wicked. So yeah. Um, Gail and Karen, if you're listening to this, um, thanks a lot. We appreciate that, uh, that opportunity. That was a lot of fun. You, we hope you, you, you saw the best of us and we'll give you that again next time. So yeah. Cool. Well, that being said, I mean, we've done a couple different things over the last few weeks where we had Jeremy on and then that was a long episode. And then, you know, last week was obviously hyping up the album and we were just trying to get as much information out there as possible about the music and <laughs> about the songs. Yeah. But we're going to get back into the groove of things, <laughs> right? Where we're trying to promote other musicians. Yes. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's most of the reason why we're doing this, right? We, If we were in that position, then we would like be stoked to have somebody so play our song on their podcast or add Just it to their playlist or whatever it is. And maybe we gain one more person to know about us that didn't know about us before. Exactly. That's worth it, right? So with that being said, I would love to get into new music. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk about new music, why we're picking these artists and all this kind of stuff. Perfect. Um, Yeah. So that being said, why don't you kick it off, Kev? All right. So our... Uh, the new music song I wanted to do is I was taught it's actually ties in perfectly a little bit of a segue earlier, but um, when we're talking about allies and people that, you know, we were mm-hmm. building relationships with in this podcast alone, we've had a bunch of different artists that we've mentioned in our music. Some of them were just, Hey, yeah, we'll give you our consent to play our song. Thanks. Everyone was always polite. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. And that's the end of it. Honestly, a couple of them didn't even bother even following our, our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Hey, more power to you. You don't have to. That's okay. That's not the intent of what we're doing. No. But we we're, we're also in indie artists. We're also trying we to are, get yeah. ourselves out there. We're, we're never um, facetious about this. We're never lying. We're never being fake. Like we're mm-hmm. honest. We're like, Hey, if this helps promote us and get us out there and we can, like I've said so many, how many, how many times have I said that saying many man's hands make light work and a rising tide there you lifts go. all ships. That's right? the one, I, at least once an episode, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's true though. And that's yeah. our intention is that we all benefit, not just, we're not trying to help everyone else. Like we're some kind of martyrs or saviors, mm-hmm. but we're also not just looking out for ourselves. We can all help each other. Yep. So while we don't, we're not offended if somebody doesn't follow us back or they just are like, yeah, sure, sure. And maybe they even give a tiny shout out on their story, but that's the extent of it. When people like evil tongues actually put posts up a week after the podcast app that they were in and just an actual post on their page being like, Oh, by the way, if you haven't checked out diary of an indie band, these guys are great. They promoted our song. They're good dudes. Yeah. We also don't forget that on that note. Um, one of the other artists that you had mentioned on an early app, I think it was episode one or two, or mm-hmm. it was one of the early ones mm-hmm. was, a BC artist named Jonathan Williams. Ah, yeah. So there's a point that I was getting to. There here. we go. I'm like, and you're getting somewhere with I'm this. Getting dude. somewhere, <laughs> yeah. Man. Classic Kevin, right? Yeah. And um, but yeah, Jonathan just it struck me in in such a positive way that he was he was so humbled that we put him on on the podcast, and he's awesome, man. He's super talented. He's doing nice. it all on his own too. Yeah. And he just he was like, I'm I'm really proud to have met you guys and be music friends with you, and cool. and I want to kind of you know let me know and and to that note, the reason why I'm picking Jonathan now today is we were so caught up in in just the the store like the just the the whirlwind of our whole weekend yeah 
we didn't even bother reaching out to anyone we knew in Kelowna saying, hey, come on, check out our show. Oh, no. Like, we were just no. like, hey, well, we're going to go out, we're going to play the show, we're yeah. going to give our best effort, absolutely. Of course, yeah. Um, but we knew that it was promoted pretty well already and that it was going to be busy regardless. So we didn't want anyone showing up and getting turned away or whatever at the door, right? Um, but we didn't even mention to Jonathan, who lives in that area, and he shot us a right. message. like, hey, guys, I saw you played Kelowna. Right. I can't believe I missed it. Next time, let me know when you're coming. I'll be at your show. That's cool. That's the kind of person that I will go the extra mile for. I really right. will. And yeah. um, on that note, Jonathan has a new song he brought out with another artist. I'm not familiar with him. I'll be honest. But Rhino Dino, um, I love his voice I, on this song. It's awesome. Cool. Um, Jonathan's, uh, it's he's great. And this is a new song. It's a little bit different than his first one. Um, which you had picked before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one's called You Are the One for Me. I think it's super cool. It's super fun. You guys are going to love the vibe. And nice. uh, that's my choice for this week. All right, let's play a clip. pretty awesome right yeah it's different than his other one hey it's it's way different and i love the diversity i love that he's able to just kind of make whatever music he's feeling inspired by man it's yeah cool and it's so commercial sounding and i think he's doing an awesome job and he really is yeah like i said he's an ally he's someone that um our interests are aligned yeah and He's someone I definitely I want to go to bat for. I want I'm so I'm I'm proud and happy, Jonathan, to to hype up your song because John got to mention nice. you the first time. Yeah, now, exactly. I'm, right. I definitely want to. You're just trying to take him away. I want to steal the thunder. You're like, hey man, we can connect over some stuff. Yeah. Right. We got some things in common and yeah. former police and stuff. And yeah. yeah, like he's uh yeah, he's cool, dude. So I'm uh this is now both loops members have now mentioned you as new music. So Absolutely. here you go. So check out Jonathan Williams. Um, I don't think I have his his handle. You know what? Me. I was just about to look that up because I'm pretty sure it's Jonathan Williams music, but I'm going to yes. double check. I'm almost positive, but John's going to give it to you one second here, guys. Jonathan official music. All one word, all lowercase. Perfect. Jonathan is spelled exactly like my name, Jonathan. Hello. I wonder if he spells it J-O-N Jonathan Williams. Says- my name is Jonathan Fennel. Ooh, so yeah, that's nice. my full name, but I go by John. Um, so yeah, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N and then official music. There we All go. one word. So check him out. Shoot him a follow, please. Um, if you found him through us, tell him Loop said hi. Um, you heard about him on the Diary of an Indie Band. Go listen to his stuff on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music. These Absolutely. Days. Um, so, Jay, what's your uh, what's your pick for me this week? Yeah. What do you got? So I'm super stoked. So my artist this week is a artist from the Lower Mainland here in BC. So in the Vancouver area um, named Jer Carrier. Well, nice. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think. Or Jer Carrier. Jer Carrier. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, 
Her song is Dangerous. I believe that it came out earlier this year. Okay. I don't have an exact date. Um, I think it was in February, though, um, from what I saw. I found it through like a Facebook group that I'm a part of and nice. all that kind of stuff. And So she's an indie, too. She's self-promoting. Yeah, 100%. Love yeah. that. Love, love, love that. I'll actually just double check on her. Yeah. So, yeah, she's, she's doing lots of stuff. And what I could see on um, her Instagram and whatnot was... Uh, you know, she's been recording for years and years and years. So this one is one of her most popular songs and it's called Dangerous. And we're going to play a little bit. And of make sure you follow her, guys. Shoot her a follow. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we want to make sure we're there promoting her and uh, mm. and give her a follow and help her out as well, too. You, you are the one. The one that is sweet like honey on my tongue. You, you make me scream, you make me feel free like I can fly away from here. You're not too much to me, you're everything, you are Yeah. Yeah, you got me really intrigued, actually. I'm going to listen to a lot more of her stuff. I really actually am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was able to like get through like a few of her songs before I got busy and tied up with other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I like her vibe. And I mean, like it sounds poppy. It sounds like like early to late 2000s kind of like poppy vibe is kind of what I was getting from her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's fun. It feels like it's a it's a fun kind of dance club track. Mm-hmm. And I like the tone of her voice. Yeah. I like her lower register too, actually. It was nice on a couple of those spots too. So Yeah. Yeah. And the falsetto was nice too. It's oh, just yeah. like the range. Yeah, she's good. There, right? She's so, really, really good. Um, yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm definitely gonna look her up. What's her uh, her socials? I wanna, I wanna Yeah, so you can find her on Instagram, uh Jer. It's G E R. And then Carrier, C-A-R-R-I-E-R-E. All one word. Perfect. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. Beauty, beauty. Pretty awesome. Um, So yeah, give those, give our two uh, new music choices a follow. Yeah. And and throwing it back, we haven't really asked this in the last couple of weeks just because we were so focused. We had Jeremy and then we were promoting the actual album release itself and we Mm -hmm. talked about our stuff. Um, But now that we're back in the groove and we're, we're trying to represent other artists with this, um, shoot us an email, dib at officialloops.com. Send your music our way. Send your music our way. Um, and if you're listening to this and um, you have other friends or other people that you think we should be playing their song, let mm-hmm. us know. Or whatever song. If there's like a cool new song that's out there, send it our way. We might not play it, but send it our way because we, we, hear it. we like hearing new music, man. Hell that's yeah. what we do. Absolutely. And at the very least, I mean... If we have a few we're picking between, but we're like one of our listeners is like, hey, I want to request. Can you play yeah. this song this week? Sure. Fuck yeah. Well, why not? Why not? Right? Yeah. This is this podcast is for you guys that are listening as much as it's for us. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sweet, sweet. All right. Absolutely. That was fun, man. I think that, uh, and as always on the Instagram post as well, we'll, uh, we'll put our, we'll put the links to the people that we've mentioned in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to also put like some of the shout outs as well, like Lake Setter Brewery. We'll yeah. put them up there too. So yep. if you're in West Kelowna, go check them out. Tell them John and Kevin from Loop sent you. Absolutely. Tell them we said hi. Yeah. Um, and same thing with the artists. If you reach out to them and shoot them a follow, mm-hmm. shoot them a message or comment on the most recent post, say, Hey, Loop sent me. Yep. Like literally, I, I'm asking you guys if you do that, do that, and I think it'd be awesome, and it would make put a smile on their face, knowing that we got they got some new followers from a different source. Absolutely, it does. Sweet. All right, I think that brings us now to our top fives, buddy. Top fives. Yeah, feels weird <laughs> doing like top fives, doing like a like properly structured show again. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like it's been so long since we've yeah, done it's that. Been a few weeks, right? Um. So yeah, this week we are going to be chatting about golf stuff because golf is right around the corner. Yeah, you um, uh, you just started getting a few hours again. It's not like it was last year where you were working full time because yeah. of the pandemic and stuff. But yeah. um, you're picking up a couple shifts right now. Well, mm-hmm. you can obviously mm-hmm. until uh, scheduling and, and our tours and stuff like that over the summer. Um, our coast to coast tours, we're calling it. Yep. Um, until that kind of gets in the way and cuts back some of what you can do, but. In the interim, um, you started picking up some shifts. The golf season's happening. Spring's right around the corner. Yeah. We're both getting that golf itch. So, so much, man. We've I mean, like, a- we were lucky to go to Breaking Par Golf um, yes. earlier in January. Yeah, but we went a couple times, yeah. I haven't been there in, like, a month or, like, whatever it's been now. And, and I'm like, dude, this- it's too long. Well, and as we've discussed on this exact pod, like... I don't do good in those simulators as well. Like it just, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I like just the yeah. grass under my feet and yeah. I hit some amazing shots when I'm on and a the real fresh course. air, man. And all the that fresh air. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. There's just something a little different about it. And I don't know if it's just the pacing too. me being able to get up right away and hit another shot 10 seconds later. Like there's something about good shots or bad shots, like having a little bit of time in between shot to shot. Oh, there's okay, something gotcha. I like about that. Pace, Cause you feel, right? you feel like you're, the the pace is like too fast it's almost too quick oh yeah, it's okay too at quick. the golf so at yeah. the golf simulator yeah. okay i get what you mean i like being able to if I'm i have like, a bad you one chunk a can... shot and then you got to walk 10 seconds your ball and then you hit another <laughs> shot <laughs> fine in real life that does happen sometimes yes i'm like but that's some... what you do for an hour and that's too fast pace for you that's too fast pace we get three holes done exactly yeah but in but in real life like i would yeah i mean sometimes i can have a horrible hole but i have some time to kind of digest it and move mm-hmm. on to the next hole. So, yeah, I don't know. Get over There's something it. about real life that I like. Yeah. I, I enjoy playing on real grass and, yeah. and real course. So we, uh, yeah, uh, this week we're going to do what? Our top five favorite golf moments that we've experienced. Yes. Of real golf. Like personally like that we've personal. Like done. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So, so unfortunately, Tiger, you're not in this week's podcast. Oh, we're sorry. But is he? Well, he's not in mine. He might. Uh, there might be a little teaser he might actually be involved in mine. Well, if you were going to say that he <laughs> chatted with Tiger Woods about golf one day. Is that bigger or, or less than me, than you, me being best buds with you for almost three years, bandmates for two years, and finding <laughs> yeah, out yeah, that you yeah. would climb multiple mountains on planet Earth that are among <laughs> the largest mountains that exist? I think, I think that it would be cooler to play golf with Tiger Woods. And not have mentioned it? Yeah. Fine, but it was even, it even was just shocking. having a conversation about golf. It was shocking Woods. finding out in the summer that you had like scaled mountains and you yeah. were going to be the youngest person in Saskatchewan to climb Everest. God, Saskatchewan! What the hell are you talking about? Oh no, sorry, Winnipeg, <laughs> Manitoba. That no, was Canada. It was Canada. It would have been Canada. Oh my God, that's yeah. even more impressive. It's a story for another day, though. It definitely <laughs> we definitely planted that seed. We'll talk yeah. about that on another podcast for yeah. sure, to be honest. But today we're chatting about golf. All right, how about you go first? You came up with this idea. Sweet. This was your topic. Yeah. So you give me your top five. Yeah. So um, one of them is actually one that we 
discussed on the last podcast, which was our checking out day in the studio, is on my top five list because we ended up playing a great round of golf over at Crown Isle Golf Resort where we were staying while we were recording our album. Beautiful place. And it's such an amazing course. So much fun playing it. The first time that we played it, we shot personal best personally where yeah. I took like four strokes four strokes off of my like personal best score that I had shot before. And then the second time that I played it was on this checking out day where Kev was rocking it in the studio and having the time of his life. And, yep. you know, even though he might have thought that it was hell like in the studio or like whatever yep. it was really, really, really paid off. And then it was the next the, the next morning. morning. So within the right? 24, we say every time we say checking out day, just so everyone's clear, we, we both it's, mean it's a yeah. 24 hour window it's from like that 2 p.m or yeah. whatever to like the 2 p.m. of the next day yeah yeah or or i think it was like 6 p.m yeah, yeah, yeah. and and then we literally know that just because i was having like a little meltdown and i'm like it's still within that 24 hour yeah, window exactly, like this yeah. is one day like yeah. this has all happened i remember thinking of it after the round and being like oh my god well, within 24 hours all this has happened yeah and i mean here's the thing is like this round of golf that at least like i played and like we obviously played together was awesome and we did such a great job. But there, like for me personally, there isn't like one moment that really sticks out more than another. It's not like this one shot made the round or something yeah. like that. But like the whole experience, I think, really made it memorable and worth mentioning today. And granted, there were some sick shots. Like you had that wicked long putt that you did mention. Exactly. Last episode. Yeah. Um, which which you got him film. Three. Well, Which you you filmed some of my I putts before, that. and then it gets like halfway to the yeah, hole. Yeah, that was like a thirty footer or whatever it was. Yeah, that was like for a birdie or a par, but it, it was, was a safe par. It was wicked. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. And also, I don't think we put put as much of this on our stories, but I have videos, a bunch of them, of it it being like a torrential downpour. It was a garbage day whole, to whole be golfing. Nine, whole nine. I yeah. remember being like, "Do we finish this?" And you're like. Up to you, dude. I'm like, we could get a rain check. We can take they a would rain just check. give us a rain check from the back like, nine. But it's like, when are we going to go again? I was like, we can't. We don't we, have time. Yeah, we got to push through. Exactly. I was like, I shot like a... I'm sure that it'll clear up. Yeah. And you know what? It did by like hole 11 or something and like that. And it was that. awesome. Yeah. And then it was awesome. The course was empty. There was like nobody yeah. in front of us because everybody's like, it's too like bad outside to be... Yeah, it playing. was torrential downpour. Like it you was. could see the rain in the video. It was that much rain coming down. It was awful. But we always play. Yeah. We always play our best in bad weather. Both of us we, mm -hmm. traditionally like we. Some of these rounds are bad weather rounds that we're both going to mention. So weird. And I've always thought it's. And we talked with Kate. Actually, shout out to Kate. Um, mm -hmm. our both of our friend, huge loop supporter. If Kate, if you're listening, hi. Um, and she's the pro at Rivershore Golf Course, where we both were members the last few years, and you've worked at now. Mm -hmm. And. I remember telling this to Kate and she's obviously a lifetime of experience. She's a, she's an official CPGA pro. And, uh, and Kate was like, well, yeah, because there's no pressure on those rounds. Yeah, exactly. So that just shows with you guys more than any, more than the average golfer, when you're out of your own head and you're not having any pressure, your mm. real talent can kind of shine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just that's the difference between us and pros is pros well, pros have to play like that when there is pressure yeah exactly right? right yeah but it's even like you know like like i was like listening to the rick shields golf podcast which is also awesome and like one of my favorite podcasts can i there. say by the way that yeah. this is if there's a drinking game i've heard i've heard rumblings from a few people that listen to every single episode who yeah. go nameless but a few different people have said Every time kevin says absolutely <laughs> then you have to take a drink and yeah. everyone will get hammered I do also feel that a that a weekly 
mention somehow you find a way to work in the rick shields golf podcast on almost every episode i swear i don't think i've ever oh, mentioned it dude, on this podcast 100 percent oh, i'm gonna Absolutely listen back and i will have. figure out next week if i've actually you're gonna go re-listen that. to all i don't think i've actually mentioned that on this on this you podcast definitely have mentioned I'm the rick pre- i think podcast. that you're doing the same thing that i'm doing where it's just like all these conversations are melting together <laughs> we have talked about rick shields a thousand times yeah. god and now you made me forget what i was gonna oh, about no. that um about mind about uh, the adversity and playing better when it's when it's not there's no challenge. oh yeah like, that's no yeah i was just gonna talk about like yeah like when you're when you're playing by yourself right then it's the exact same thing as if you're playing in like bad weather where you don't have to worry about any of those other obstacles and you're just like focus on your round right like some of my best rounds obviously are like when i'm by myself i can go at my own pace i don't have to worry about any of the other players and then if i get held up by a group i get held up by a group or i skip that group or like whatever it is yeah it's so true and i mean on the surface you'd laugh and be like if I was teasing you, right, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. No, no one knows that that seven really was a four. Like, yeah, exactly. But but reality, like I know how you play. And yeah, like if you tell me you shot, oh, my God, man, I was on fire. I shot an 85 today by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you shot an 85 because of that exact reason, because there was no pressure. You played at your pace. If you wanted to let one group go through or if you wanted to fly through groups like you can, mm-hmm. it's all at your pace. Um, you're not worrying about what anyone else is shooting, good or bad. Yeah, totally. And if anything, I get it because I feel like I could play better by myself. I don't ever want to. And I've told right, you this. Yeah, and I've yeah. said many times, like my biggest fear is I'm going to get a hole in one <laughs> when I'm playing by it. myself because yeah. I know I'm going to get a hole in one. Yeah. And it's going to happen. And it will. Ha- I don't want it to happen when no one's there. <laughs> exactly. and I remember telling that to my dad and he's like, what does it matter? Like people will either believe you or won't. Period. Yeah. He's like, it's I'm not true. there when you did it regardless. Like one of my shots in this is a little, little spoiler as well is, was mm-hmm. an amazing shot I had. My dad wasn't there for that. He believes that it happened. Yeah. So what's the difference if I'm by myself and got a hole in one or if I'm with right. 50,000 people as spectators and mm-hmm. it's on television? Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, if the person wasn't there and you're telling the story, they're either believing you or they're not. Yeah. But that being said, course, it would yeah. still suck to get a hole in one and look around and nobody's around you. Right. And you're like, Oh my well, God. Well, that's the thing too, is like <laughs> watching it me. go into the cup because you've got like pretty good eyesight and you watch the ball pretty closely. Yeah. So you would, you would be like that I guy who know. knows that it's in the hole. And then, you know, even if people are in your own group, wouldn't yeah. know. Like, I, I mean, this is literally one of the things that are probably on your yeah. list where it's like, you know, holding out from like 170 yards or whatever it is. And like, <laughs> I didn't know that it was in the hole, but I'm like, good job, dude. It's a good shot. You're on the green. Well, and remember when we used to play with Matt. Um, well, we still play with Matt a ton, but when we first started playing, I remember Matt, you believed me. I remember, but Matt was my old, he's one of my oldest friends um, and like a brother. So he was teasing me and he's like, yeah, what like a coincidence yeah. that Kevin <laughs> always finds this ball when it goes out. Of, I'm like, dude, I just, when I'm wearing my glasses, like it's like 3d yeah. vision. Like I, like I have good, like I can see and I track the ball well in the air. Mm. I think that's part of it. And of course it is. Watching well, also, it hold out just proves it though. It's also I, I can, experience of playing golf. Like Matt didn't really get into golf until I started call. playing golf. Well right? And then you have still been playing, like even if it's not like consistently, like to get since a golf I was membership, but you're playing like a few rounds a year. Yeah, since I was 11, like right? forever. Yeah. There's a reason why we said last week, I think, or the week before, like I was way better than you guys at the start. But yeah. you're right. I think exp- that's actually an excellent point, Jay, because now you compared to even two years ago when we first started all playing together. Mm-hmm. You'll track the ball and it's not just, by the way, it's, to your point, it's not just seeing the ball in the air, in the flight. It's knowing 
the apex, it's knowing roughly what, okay, that where that mm-hmm. ball is at its apex means that when it went out of bounds, it's probably 20 yards further than everyone else thinks it landed, or it probably went a little bit more to the left because it was hooking. Like that experience right. really counts. That right? kind of stuff. And knowing yeah. where it's going to go. Absolutely. Cool. Back to my list. Um, the next one on here is my back to back birdies, which is the first time in my entire life that I had birdies on two holes in a row. And I went on to win. Our, it I mean, hurts I, me. This, this, I, mean, we I knew were, this we was were coming. We were competitively playing. But I mean, like, I went, like, par, par, birdie, birdie to finish the day. And I finished, like, two strokes better than you. Or, one, like, one, one stroke. One stroke better. better than you. And you had birdie. And what did I miss on the last two, though? I didn't get a birdie. Because you, you, and, you and Matt both got a birdie in that round. Yeah. And it would have been the only time we all did it. And I just yeah. missed it. I literally lipped out on 17. By the way, this is at Bighorn Golf Course. Yep. Um, used to be called Sun Rivers. It was the first time me, you, and Matt all broke 90. Yep. And um, yeah, I lipped out on yeah, 17. All together. All together, all, yeah. All, all three yeah. of us each broke 90, yep. And um, and on on 18, remember I had, I overdrove my second shot, went you long, did. and then I had to chip out of crap. Yep. Um, and then I had like a long, it, it hit the edge of the green, and the green was just, the pin was on the higher part, and it mm-hmm. rolled all the way down to the end, and I was like, oh, this is an impossible birdie putt, and I almost got it and yeah you parred, almost hold it yeah and then i parred so i i could have went birdie birdie you went yep. birdie birdie i did in our year-long competition you pulled ahead by you broke the tie between yeah. me, and me and you were tied at yeah, that point with three, three or four year. or something yeah. um so you went ahead by two now which was huge yeah. at that point of the year because it oh, was yeah, like of course august or something or july yeah. or whatever um and yeah to get the back-to-backs when the i was leading by one going in yeah. and then i did par par you did birdie birdie like yeah oh man it was yeah, it was so wicked. Yeah, it was pretty so cool. Wicked. It was pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's the only time in yeah my my golfing career where that's happened, and hopefully it's the first of many. Obviously, yeah, right. Um, cool. Next up on my list is uh, the eighty-two because we both shot an eighty-two on the same day, August fourth. Unreal. You got yeah. the date too. Yeah. That was. That was a bonkers, bonkers. It bonkers was round. I I had a forty on the front and then a forty-two on the back. Yeah, so it I wasn't like I, I was playing 40? like great, but I was playing like so consistently. Did I do forty two forty then? I don't know what you did. I think you missed your par and got a bogey. Is that right on the last hole, or you missed your birdie and got a par? And I birdied, I think, on the final hole. Because remember, I had that long putt, and I'm like, I, do. I was like, you watch, guaranteed, I'm jinx. I'm gonna get an eighty three again, which was my personal yeah. best from from the checking out round. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, there's no way I make this putt. Yeah. And I drained it. Remember, and it was did. a right to left, yeah, mm-hmm. on 18. And I think you just missed yours. And I was like, oh, my God, we both shot 82. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a mental round. Yeah, that was a great, great, great round, yeah. It's, you know, it's the craziest part about that round is I don't really have a lot. I, in my in my Rolodex, and I'm usually really great with these random memories. You are. You're way better than I am about that kind of about stuff. About that kind I'm of like, stuff. Yeah, shorter stuff. I'm I'm typically pretty, oh, pretty you're good fantastic. at that kind of yeah. stuff. But, yeah. but I can't. I can't even pinpoint why they were 82s. Like, I, I know well, the that's 82 the thing, happened. right? It's like, it was a 40 on the front, 42 on the back. It was a very consistent round. Um, obviously, the lowest that either of us had ever scored up to that point. Yeah. But nothing really stood out. It's no, just it, like a steady day of, you know, just golfing and no blow up holes. That right? like that's for me is thing, still right? my personal best. There's, there, it's, it's my personal best right now yeah. as well. Um, but I mean, usually there's at least like one or two holes where it's like you get like a double bogey or a triple bogey or something like that. And I don't mean you necessarily. I just no, mean no. like one I of us. I do do that sometimes though. Yeah. Are you I, looking it up right I'm now? I'm looking at the 82. It was <laughs> yeah, actually September 4th. Oh, was it? Yeah. You thought it was August. <sighs> it was September 4th. 
Um, yeah, that was a crazy September fourth. Jesus. Oh, you know what? That does make sense though, because after our trip to the island in August was when I started blowing up in golf. Going mental. Because then I shot I shot an eighty six down on the island when we were there in August. And then I and then the very next round that we played was the back to back birdie round. And then I was just like scoring like mid to low eighties. We both shot forty forty two. Both of us. Oh really? Yeah, we both shot forty forty two. Wow. Um I didn't even putt my absolute best. I normally am better, but I had thirteen putts on the front but fifteen on the back. How many gers though? Um your gers were bonkers. Hold on. My gers weren't very many. I had three. Gers, by the way, are green and regulation. Green and regulation. John, you had one, two, three, four, five. Mm. But you hit all of your fairways except for three of them. You were just dialed in. Yeah. So from hole, you had a double on hole three. I had a double on hole one. And then I bogeyed every other hole or better the rest of the round. Which I don't think I made a ball for it. (laughs) Because I thought 16 was my record. What a guy. What the hell? (laughs) Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, we both... uh, that's mental. What yeah. a round. Pretty you had cool. four straight pars at one point. Um, I had par, par, birdie, par. So four yeah. straight as well. That's right. I remember when we were at hole seven, we both were like two over par or something. And we're like, oh, whoa, remember that? that? Now I'm starting that to remember that round. Sense. Yeah. Remember when we were freaking out? We're like, oh my God, dude, yeah. this is crazy. And then yeah. we both, yeah, we both hit 40 for the front. Yeah. We both only bogeyed nine, which we hate. We both bogeyed eight and nine, by the way, after seven. Oh my <laughs> and we're God. like, got in our own heads. But we were only four over, and uh, and yeah, we yeah, just that were makes in cruise a lot control. Of sense. We that were makes in a lot of sense. And we both actually just a final final note on this round. Yeah, we both actually parred on eighteen. Mm. You had the birdie putt, you missed it, and I made the. I had it backwards, and I made the long oh, putt I did make par. that we remember was, was four par because oh, I was like, okay, "There's no you. way I'm gonna make this oh, par." Remember, right. I'm, I'm yes. like, "I won't make this." Yes, that makes sense. At the minimum, you might miss your birdie because you were going, you were putting up. I yeah. remember that, and you're like, "Even if you miss, you're gonna you're gonna par this," which you did, and I'm like, "Great, you're gonna get an 82. I'm gonna finish an 83 because I'm definitely gonna bogey this hole." Yeah, but I drained the par. The par, and we both got the same score, which was, yeah. I think it's so cool that we it's both have the funny. same personal best round. I think that's so wicked. That's awesome. I still have that ball. Good. Yeah, I kept as that you ball. should. Yeah. Oh, I got sure. an 82 ball for sure as yeah. well. Um, yeah. No, that's awesome. That ties into my fourth one, which is my 52% green and regulation day. There we which go. Which was in October. And I mean, like we said, like green and regulations are, you know, you got to hit the green and the amount of strokes. If you're going to two putt every single hole, if it's a par four, it takes two strokes to get onto the green. If it's a par five, it takes you three strokes. Yep. If it's a par three, takes you one stroke you should be on you should be on with your first shot yep. exactly so that means fit like over 50 percent of the time i was there in that amount of strokes or more my average is about like 20 percent, if that yeah right like over the i don't know at least like the strokes where i was playing really really well it was 10 right it was 10 green regulations you got it was 10 yeah out of yeah. 18 holes which out is of 18. bonkers for for amateur golfers like yeah you're not a scratch golfer. Well, that's the thing. Like, like, it was crazy. the first time that that happened, right? Obviously, I this year, I'm hoping that I can like break that and like maybe I can get like over 60%. That would be awesome. Oh, it was a crazy round, man. It was so, so cool. But I I, I think I ended at like an 84 and 85 that day. Either way, it was uh, worth noting that because it's on it's on my wall of fame kind of thing. It's on my... Why don't you explain the wall of fame first? Yeah, time? my wall of fame. As I mean, we both have one yeah. where it's like this little like shelving unit where we get to put our like favorite like balls from like each round that like 
something notable happened or like something cool either it could be like a course that we played or whatever it is so actually i've got one that i need to put on there but i need to find where the ball is when i played in scotland with my dad oh my god amazing yeah, yeah. that's wicked yeah in like 2012 that is cool i hope you find that i do too yeah and and, and it doesn't just to, i mean for anyone that ever thinks that's a cool idea yeah it's just like an actual golf ball display cabinet but what we do is we actually label the date mm-hmm. um kind of a quick summary of what it is just with a little sharpie on the actual ball my dad actually gave us the idea and he has like, he made these cool little lanyard, like these little steel things and he has like Great. a little label on them and you can actually write it all on there and they fit right behind. Yeah. Um, which is super, super cool. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that way we know like, Hey, this is the ball that I hit 326 yards or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that ball. It's so, it takes two seconds to do. You just swap the ball out. I remember the first few times you were like, yeah, but that's a good ball. It's good luck. I want to keep oh, the ball. Course, I'm like, yeah. Sure, but in four holes, you might lose it. Yeah, and exactly. No, Don, you're going to lose it on the next hole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like an 18 handicap. Relax. <laughs> and I remember a couple times you didn't, but then I'm pretty sure the first time something cool happened with a shot and you lost the ball, you were like, okay, I'm in. Like, like yeah, yeah exactly. I'm going to start tra- I'm gonna start writing these down like, okay, right away. I guess like, it makes sense. I get I, it. I get it. <laughs> I'm not actually Tiger Woods. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Tiger could just keep yeah. it the whole round and be like, oh, on hole two, I did this with this ball, but yeah, it finished exactly. the round with it. Like, no, that's not right? happening with us. No. It just isn't. No, not I, th- at all. I think I kept a ball because I played all round. I'm pretty sure that's one of my lose, balls. I didn't lose a ball all round. I didn't lose this. Oh my god! Uh. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> um, yeah, the last one on my list here is the Devil Scramble. Yeah, nice. I had to pick that one because I mean it was a team event. It was a team event. It was the first. It was the second tournament that I ever ever played. But the first tournament that I like entered into, I did it because I wanted to just play it. Yeah, kind of thing. It Absolutely. wasn't because I thought that I was gonna win. I'm pretty sure I ended up like second to last or like whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Did not play very well. Um, but this tournament we played it together. It was a team event, um, scramble format. There were like three different like formats that we ended up playing. It was best ball, where we pick like you both tee off. Oh wait, no, no. We best ball is you play the the hole. As and who, like individuals. individual and whoever yeah. has the best and then score. Whoever has the best score. That's yeah. your team score. Yeah. That was what we started with. And we started on hole three. Mm-hmm. So then we did all right. So we were like two over after like the first few holes. Yeah. After a couple Something holes. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right? We weren't doing bad. No. Um, and then we got into the alternate shot. Um, which, <laughs> which the alternate shot. Uh, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like I shoot and then Kev will shoot and then I shoot until we finish the hole. Right. So if it's part three, it should only be like I shoot, Kev shoots and then I shoot and then we go on to the next hole. Yeah, that's not quite how it went down. No, no. I think that we ended up shooting. We got a 12 on one par five, <laughs> a 12. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a collapse. Dude. I like there was one point where I'm oh, like, God. I can't hit this ball because there's water right beside me. So either I have to take a stroke. Why we not just take a or, stroke? It's only like the fourth or fifth or shot of the hole. I got to try and hit right handed. So you tried to hit right hand so your lefty for the first time ever with my, and it my went wedge. Like a yard it went ahead. like a yard and then it embedded even deeper down. And oh, I, yeah. I was like, I can get it out. <laughs> and then <laughs> I just pushed it deeper in like further, oh, yeah. like another foot or two. Yeah. And then, then I'm like, oh, all right, God. let's let's just try and get it out of here. So then we did. And oh, it was just an absolute nightmare. And, and our playing partners were not very happy with us at that point. They're like, what is up with these guys? They're, they're like, killing why us. are they playing in a competition? Oh, yeah. They're like, just slowing us down. Yeah. They're doing so shitty. We weren't slowing down by moving slow. We were slowing no. down because we were just taking so many shots that physically we were taking <laughs> exactly, longer. Yeah. 
and we, because I, we it's also, a tournament we're like we want this to we we gotta yeah. think this out we gotta do it like properly like and all this yeah. kind of stuff and we, let's not forget two holes later on hole 10 we also had i think a nine on a par four we did um so that was 21 strokes over two sh- yep. two holes they were only supposed to be nine and strokes. on hole nine i think that we got like a triple or something, or something or an eight like I, yeah i think it was an eight yeah so, so those three ball. holes but then we just i just yeah. missed chipping in for par out of the sand on hole 11 11 yeah and then it, and then then i tapped it in for bogey tap in and it was like wait a minute and then i hit a monster 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 drive on and then i got us 12, up onto the green got us up on the green and, and then, then you then, putted it almost birdieing it yeah and then you left that close for me to par it and, and we were that like, was I've, the last one. We were so stoked. We, we were like, we remember, we were like, the bar. we were like, we've never been more happy to get a par in our lives. I remember exactly. saying I that. I remember saying that to on our the partners, green. and we're like, yeah, ah! we were stoked. Yeah. Like, this is gonna be a long day. Yeah. And newsflash, we went super nova. We did the next nine holes. We ended up thirty-eight strokes over nine holes, two yeah. over par. We two were par. sixty strokes. For, we were we were twenty four over yeah, nine. for the first nine and yeah. we were two over. That's not with on our the, handicap. Back. That was without him. That was yeah, just a straight. That was, that was before net. Score. Yeah, we were and ma- we would have won the tournament if we played like the back nine, like legit. Yeah, if we had played like that in the yeah, first. Yeah, we, we paced yeah. it out. We looked at the math on yeah. the net score. It was like negative five or no negative seven over those nine yeah. was ours. And um, yeah, if we had actually played that way over the all we would have won the tournament but we ended up finishing last because yeah. we had shot a 98 overall because we shot 60 and it then 38 was... it's insane to think we I were know. like birdie birdie par par birdie yeah. par birdie and yeah. some of those birdies were like eagles on freaking oh yeah like with net oh yeah and it's like i couldn't like, it was your approach shots you literally were throwing darts you you couldn't miss the green i remember you couldn't miss the green no and but my, then like my putts, your I putter was on miss. fire. Like I, I straight up like remember saying that I did not bring like like I'm not bringing up my putter. Oh, that was a cool moment. I'm just I don't like, even remember what hole. I that don't was. even need to. Yeah, it was, it was like, like 15. Yeah, it, I think right? it, I think it might yeah. have actually been 15. You're like I didn't bring my. You didn't. You walked up front with your bag and you yeah. didn't bring your putter up and you're like you got this. Like and I yeah. was I was I was I was a couple. I was like I got this and like yeah, just exactly, raining yeah. putts. Like yeah, exactly nine, ten, twelve. We're not talking like two feeters. Like yeah, we were. I was draining them. Yeah. But yeah, we were just dialed in. Like, yeah, dialed in, which was nice because I mean that that was just like the reassurance that we needed. It's just like, by the way, let's not complete shit. Oh man, I was like, I hated golf for the first <laughs> nine holes, and then I love. I never loved yeah. it more for the last nine, and never hated it more in the first nine. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to hear what you got. Top five. All right. Throw it at me. So, your list was awesome. Cool. I have a few actually on the exact same list. Nice. So, this will speed up the process. Yeah. Checking out day. Nice. is on my list. Yeah. We've already discussed it. We already chatted there about that one. The next one is the end of the year tournament. Devil Scramble. Devil Scramble. Yeah. We were, we just went through it. It was like October 30th when we played it, by the way. It was late October and it was cold. You're right. Yeah. It was, it was a it was cold day for golf. There's like a post on our Instagram of us just like looking frozen. Yeah. Or at least I, I do. Probably you also just look cool as always. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. All right, buddy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that was uh, those are those are two that we had. Um, the the next one would be two of them are with um, my dad. Um, the next one you know about this. Um, I've told this. I've never told the story on the podcast, but my dad, if he's listening, dad, um, he'll uh, he'll remember this for sure. It was the most confident shot I've ever made in my life. I was playing with my dad and my brother um, at my dad's uh, local golf course. And 
I ended up, I was, it's a whole, it's a par nine course. So you play the nine twice. So hole six was now hole 15 and it was a par four dog legs to the right. There's about 280 yards before it kind of dog legs on an angle is, um, there's like sand at the end of the fairway. And then on the right is like a bunch of trees. So you'd have to go over the trees and to get onto the green and the green is 320 yards. Right. And I was like, my brother joked that he was going to hit this house past the sand, like 500 yards mm. away. And I was like, honestly, man, I'd already hit a couple that were almost 300. I had so much pressure on me because it was the first time I played with my dad in a few years. And my dad didn't believe me and you both oh, earlier know. that same summer I when I called calling him. him. Yeah, yeah. We both called him. We were pretty drunk playing <laughs> and we're like, Hey, I'm like, dad, John's here. <laughs> and then he's like, did you measure it out with your feet? Though? Yeah, yeah. And he's <laughs> asking like, you, dude, he's John. Did he, did you guys pace it out though, John? And you're exactly. like, no, I'm telling you, Mr. Roy, he hit 300 yards. We probably four or five holes this round. And he's I know like, I don't know you, but, but I'm telling you, he did it. you have to believe me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dad, John's a witness. He's like, did, did you pace it out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, I need to show this old man that I can hit it 300. Yeah. And I was horrible for the front nine. I was hitting them 200 yards. I was topping them. I was getting under them, popping them up. Like I just wasn't comfortable. And then finally I hit one on like hole 11 or 12 or something. And I put it like 280, just left to the fairway. And it was like, okay, I can do this again. And, I, and then I relaxed. So then by that hole, I was like, I'm getting on the green. Mm. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, I'm doing it. And I hit one of the best drives of my life right on pace for the green. My dad's like, you're in the trees. And I'm like, no, man, I made it. I think we get about 170, 180 yards, middle of the fairway up. And we look and I'm like, my dad's like, is there a ball on the green? And I'm like, holy shit, that's my ball. And it's right <laughs> near the flag. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God. And I have a photo of it still. It's one, I've shown it to you, John. It's one yeah, of the yeah. proudest photos ever. I'm shaking my dad's hand and the look of pride on his face. <laughs> I've yeah. done a lot of things I think I'm pretty proud of in life. And I don't think my dad's ever looked at me like yeah. that though. Like he yeah. was just like, holy shit. Like, my son just did something I don't know most people can do. Like, right. And yeah, I got up to the green. I was about 15 yards away. It was a slight right to left break. Um, I missed the bird, the eagle putt, just missed it though. And I, I literally was like a foot and a half. I was a distance from me to you right now. Yeah. And um, and I just tapped in the birdie. Mm-hmm. My dad still to this day calls it Kevin's hole. He tells everybody nice. like he's, he's, it's right by his trailer. Cool. So yeah, um, his summer trailer. So whenever he goes and plays with random people, he's always like, oh, my son one time hit this right on the green, left right. it right there. And like, yeah. it's a cool story for him more than anything. Right. Yeah. So proud of that more than like, I don't know if awesome. I'll ever top that. That was cool. Yeah. Um, so there's that one. And then I was kind of tossed up on another one. Um, that's the point of these. Top I know, highs, I know they're tough. <laughs> they're really, really, really tough. Um, I think favorite I have to, and this is where the tiger comes in was me, my tiger. dad and one of my, yep. Tiger Woods, <laughs> me, my dad and, um, and Jeff Beauchene, um, yeah. my, my best bud, one of my lifelong friends as well. I was best man at his wedding. Um, and we went and we played Glen Abbey golf course right. last spring. You know this. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the listeners, um, we played Glen Abbey. For me, it's like a bucket list kind of course. Um, Pebble Beach is on that bucket list. Augusta, if I could ever somehow play it. And probably St. Andrews. But Glen Abbey's there because in 2000, Tiger Woods hit what I consider the greatest shot in the history of golf. Mm-hmm. And it was on the 18th hole. It was the 72nd hole of the entire tournament. And he was in the sand. He was in the bunker on the right hand side of the fairway and it was his second shot and he he hit 220 yards with a six iron no sorry seven iron seven iron out of Mm -hmm. the sand and he put it within a few feet he overdrove the green and left it just a chip down and then a par and won the tournament but he was tied with this guy rich bream i think his name was um and he was 
I believe tied or, or yeah, he was tied with them. And Rich Bream just took the easy kind of go up the fairway, right. make, make your par and move on yep. to, to, yep. to ex, you know, extra time. And Tiger was like, no, I'm winning this freaking tournament. I'm going for it. Yeah, just get, get it over with. It was the greatest shot I've ever seen. Um, and we went there and um, ended up playing that, that hole. And I got to take a shot from the same. Like I ever, apparently I asked the guy, I was like, how many people actually try to replicate Tiger's shot? The guy's like, to this day, Every person Everybody, that yeah. plays that hole, if, yeah. they, if they're not a member and they haven't played it consistently, yeah. you watch and you can see it from the clubhouse. You can see yeah. the hole perfectly. And he's like, no exaggeration. Every new member or every new 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 green green figure, they call yeah, them. Yeah. Um, everyone that's just casually playing the course, you watch them and they'll, no matter where their shot is, they'll walk over to the sand, drop the ball and try to get over the water. <laughs> and he's like, How it's just a right of passage. How many do it with a six iron though? Nobody does it. Right Nobody out of the sand, uphill? It was a mental shot. Um, yeah. Apparently now it's impossible to replicate the shot. He actually said, if you hit it from the same angle Tiger would, you actually physically cannot do it because the tree is overgrown enough that it's in the oh. line of sight of the, it's in the line of the ball now. He's Unless like, you so, have a crazy curve. Yeah. In which case you couldn't get the distance with the same club. Like you just, no, it's, it's impossible. Club, no. It's no, no. literally impossible shot. Um, and not like amazing person. Like Tiger couldn't do the same shot again. I don't know if Tiger could do the shot he did again. Like that was mm-hmm. peak Tiger at the peak of his powers. Of course. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, I, I got to play that hole. I took some photos of it. I, cool. I showed like the hole 18, they, they call it the shot yeah. and there's a plaque about it. So Tiger did make it into my top five. Um, I know that story. It's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. You probably yeah, yeah. knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, so I got to play that course. That was pretty special for me. Yeah. And I think you can probably guess my last, uh, my number five, my favorite, this is probably my favorite golf moment. When I beat John by 38 and a half strokes. You. God. <laughs> like what an asshole it's like and then you took a hundred dollars from me that day <laughs> 102 no. exactly um it john mentioned it earlier um it's my only eagle but i chunked my drive about 230 yards to the right into the rough found my ball it was in some pretty thick stuff and it was hole 13 at river shore um it's a tough hole it's actually one of the mm-hmm. tougher holes on the course as you know working there mm-hmm. um for some reason i'm just really lucky with that hole or i got some good mojo i don't know what it is but there's water to the left there's really hard bunkers in front of the green like it's and you crazy. can go out of bounds on the right out of bounds on the so right like you're gonna go out of bounds or you're gonna go into the water or you, you don't hit the fairway yeah 100 right. and you don't want to be just short because you'll be in sand mm-hmm. you don't want to be long because you go back into trees yeah like that's a hole that's got like the the british open British Open, like, the one yeah. we always say, the St. Andrews bunker. Yeah, it's exactly. a crazy bunker. We've landed in a couple times and it's suicide. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I had an eight iron, which was still aggressive from 165 yards. Um, out of the first cut or something. Out of like the that. first cut of rough. Yeah. And uh, and I and I dropped it onto the green, watched it roll, and I watched it disappear. And mm-hmm. I remember, um, what were their names? Um, the two the two pros that were, that were, they were. Jin and. Yes, Jin. Oh, Travis. Travis and Jin, 100% yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Travis isn't a pro, but... Yes, but, but Jin was, yeah. Worked, worked in the shop. Yeah, and they were... But they were great golfers, like great yeah. golfers. Yeah. Um, way better than us. And they were they were, they were practicing on the practice screen. Yeah. And, uh, and chipping and putting. And they watched. And I saw them even celebrate, which validated it for me. Because they right. were like 30 feet away from it. Whereas yeah. I'm two, 160 yards, 170 mm-hmm. yards, right? And um, yeah, I remember I, I did a tie... Like I, I, I didn't... It wasn't it, as amazing as that shot would be just walking up, like you mentioned earlier, and grabbing yeah. your ball out of the yeah, hole. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
I knew it went in and I was like, ah, I did oh, a I big know. tiger the, fist pump. You did. And, and you're like, are you sure it went in? I'm like, ah, it went in. Like, <laughs> yeah, trust exactly. me, dude. Yeah. Which is always what you want to hear. Like oh, after yeah. like doing a big celebration like that, it's like, uh, but really, did you actually do that? <laughs> mm, are you sure? Tone her down a notch, Easy, buddy. But I'm like, I didn't care. I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Of my life. It's all right. As like, I've like worked there, like since, since that moment, like I think that was before I ended up working there. That was definitely mm-hmm. not like out of place because that happens almost every single day right not not, not oh, diminishing like, oh, wow. not diminishing your thing or anything like that because i i don't see like what's going on on the 13th hole like necessarily or anything yeah. like that but like you can hear it from like a mile away yes right like that's what i'm talking about and like, i confidently somebody, i think I somebody can, holds it out yes right? i can confidently say that shot doesn't happen every no, day but no, no, yes. exactly but somebody gets either like a hole in one which happened probably exactly. once a day or at least once every few ra- few days. Like maybe once a week or something. Yeah, like somebody that. gets a hole in one. Or or the other part of it too is like somebody might just be over dramatically well, that's the thing. saying something. Like that could be us who's like saying, like, man, we are just so happy we made a part today. Dude. Kind of thing. Well, right? not even but just like that. somebody might be celebrating that. Or they chipped in from or they're out they were they're thirty yards away mm-hmm. and they they po- chopped it up and they, they hold it out. That's still exciting. That one sixty is like you're a PGA pro and well, you, that's they, the they thing, get right? excited about those I shots. I think that that's one of the things that makes golf so addicting, right? Yes. Is that you can have all these different milestones that like brings you to different places. Like I haven't eagled out from 170 yards. I haven't made an eagle in my life. Yeah. Right. But like, I haven't I've, had back-to-back birdies. Exactly. Right. There's like different like achievements, different accomplishments. And you're like, man, I still want to do that. Right. Like I was even talking to Alina about this, like yesterday or something like that, where it's like, you know, golf is like that sport that you can't perfect. You can't yes. become perfect at golf. No matter because who you are. That means that you shoot an 18. Yeah. And the best, like, record on like pga tour is like a 58 it's 58 absolutely right yeah so it's (laughs) like you can't shoot 18 yeah no one no one's getting a hole on every hole no so yeah it's and and i think that's the addiction to the sport as well is that no matter how bad and this is why it appeals to us a competitive nature you can be horrible but there's always you're always just one shot away from a memory that makes your list two years later Mm -hmm. right like i know i shot good on that round but yeah I could have shot a 98. I should have shot 120, but yeah. that one shot, it makes it worthwhile. You remember and it, it forever. It makes you want to come back. Exactly. That's and the you're thing, always right? chasing that excitement and glory, which appeals to guys like us. So, yeah. Apologies if you're not a sports fan and you've just totally tuned out and in your mind you're listening. If you're listening now and you're not a sports fan, you know, I'll give you a little golf clap. <laughs> All right. Golf clap to you because I'm actually very impressed that you even listened this long while yeah. we talked about golf. If you are a golf fan, you'll appreciate everything we chatted about. Send and that's a cool thing. golf stuff. Actually, yeah, wicked. I would love to hear someone else's top five. Yeah. Um, golf GIB moments. at officialloops.com. Please do. So I think um, I think that puts a nice little bow on it, man. Mm-hmm. Top fives. Yeah. Uh, quickly, this week, It was week, tough man. doing that list, though, man. I'll tell you this much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just quickly. Like, what's, what's your week looking like this week? Well, um, Doug actually sent me, uh, we've talked about Doug almost every up, but Doug, our, our confidant, our, uh, our, our, our mentor, savior. our mentor, our savior, yeah. but he's outright, <laughs> like he's mentoring us. Yeah. And, um, Doug, uh, Doug has uh, a few people, a few contacts. He actually wants to, um, pitch our info and pitch our stuff on, um, for mm-hmm. possible, uh, sales and stuff. So I won't get into more detail on that, but he sent us a pretty cool email and, um, he's like, Hey, I need, uh, I need like an actual compact EPK separate from the website, separate from we had an EPK before, but it just wasn't going to cut it. Um, so he needs that. So you know that, but I messaged him back. I'm like, I'm on it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's going to be a lot of my goal. My mom's here until Thursday morning. Yeah. So I'm going to enjoy my time with her as well. Of course. But during the day, she's going to want some downtime. Seb's going to be at school. So yeah. I'll be pounding that off the next couple of days. That's pretty much going to occupy 99.9% of my time. Right. Um, it's just making sure that APK thing is ready for Doug as quick as possible. So, mm-hmm. hey, if he's got contacts and he's got people that actually want to either um, purchase the record or purchase some of the songs or whatever they want to do, um, he wouldn't be asking for that if it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't urgent and wasn't needed. Like we just both we both know that. So absolutely. One thing with Doug, he's awesome. Um, he doesn't waste time and he doesn't mess around with stuff. Like he's got too many too many pots on the on the oven, right? Absolutely. So yeah, I I know without him saying like, hey, don't mess this up. Like he he's like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is what I'm asking for. Like, and we always deliver. I know that we over exceeded when we made a good album, um, Mm -hmm. in regards to the actual physical album. Right. I know we over delivered when he said, Hey, you need a better website. We've made an awesome website. So I want to do the same thing. Absolutely. So truthfully, man, that's going to be my week. That's going to be my main focus. Yeah. Yeah. And with that too, I mean like this, this week, I mean, it's, it's something that I talked about before where, you know, you try and replenish those gigs that you've played. So, I mean, last week we played two gigs. I was able to get us one gig last week, um, Mm -hmm. for March and whatever else. Um, but, you know, I'd like to catch up on that last week. This week we're playing Farside on Friday. Um, so I want to be able to catch up one gig from last week yeah. plus one week, one gig from this week. Yeah. So that's like two gigs that I want to like be able to book by hopefully the next episode. Well, and we have a pretty busy March, but a lot of it's clustered. Like we got it's, three gigs in one weekend yeah. over, over St. Patty's Day weekend, mm-hmm. which we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're going to have, and they're actually in three different towns, a whole yeah, three exactly. different areas. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I th- uh, to your point. Yeah. I think there's still some, there's a couple little windows we can even burke urgently coming up if oh, not yeah. in the next well, little while. Well, and then that's the thing too, right? Is like, even though, you know, booking is one thing obviously, but I mean like when, when I'm talking about booking, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm booking, you know, one gig for the next four weeks or something like that. I could be good booking something for like august or like something for like july or something for a tour 100 right so all that kind of stuff needs to be done as much as possible so that's going to be the main focus when i'm obviously not working and whatever yeah, else so exactly. i'm glad that i've been able to put some time aside this this week coming up for that and um yeah that's kind of what the week's looking like perfect to cool. everybody who uh tuned in this week thank you so much yeah rate us on spotify Please rate us on Spotify. Um, Apple, shoot us a follow. Apple Podcasts. And um, make sure, again, I'll say it again, but um, go shoot those people a follow um, that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the venues as well, you know, like Satter. Um, and uh, and yeah, if you haven't done it yet, um, go download and listen to the album. Absolutely. It's out there. Um, the more streams, the better. It just makes life easier for us, especially when things like Doug's, you know, shooting our name out to other people. and. When we're promoting ourselves and getting our name out there, it's nice to show some numbers behind uh, on the content we're making. So mm-hmm. thank you so much, everybody. Anything else you want to say, buddy? Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. All right. Um, Till next time. Keep on keeping on, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have a good week.